Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can leap tall buildings at a single bound, race a speeding bullet to its target, bend steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. And now to our story. When Jimmy Olsen mounted his pony soldier and started for the Comanche Indian Reservation to get help, Chuck Connors, one of Abner Cheney's henchmen, rode after him. A mile from the reservation, the pony stepped into a gopher hole, Jimmy was thrown on his injured shoulder and fainted. Connors, riding up, drew a bead on the unconscious figure with his rifle and pulled the trigger. Suddenly, there was a burst of wind, and Superman, returning from the reservation, winged out of the sky and turned the bullet aside an instant before it reached its mark. From Jimmy, Kent learned that Tumbleweed was in trouble. Sending Jimmy back to the ranch on Chuck Connors' horse, Kent, again making use of his amazing powers of flight, lifted Connors in his arms and started for the town of Lost Valley. Listen. Tumbleweed in trouble. What can that mean? I'd never forgive myself if anything should happen to him. Well, I'll find out soon enough. Faster! Faster! But even as Superman streaks for the tiny cluster of lights that mark the booming oil town, three horses are moving slowly across the dark mesa. One of them, a tired, broken-down mare, carries the corpse of Dan Lawson and the bound figure of Tumbleweed Jones. The others are ridden by Abner Cheney and his light-fingered gunman, Lacey. Approaching the rock-strewn bed of a dry stream, Cheney draws rein. Oh, boy. Hold up a minute, Lacey. Oh, boy. No use my trailing along any further, Lacey. I'll ride back into town. The pit's just up ahead. You know what to do. I'd kind of like company. Company? What for? Well, I reckon he figures dumping a feller in a quicksand pit lonesome work. Ain't that it, Lacey? Quiet or I'll cut this whip across your mouth. Not if my hands wasn't tied, Mr. Cheney. No, sir. Get going, Lacey. I'll meet you back in town. Get up. Well, it looks like he kind of pulled stakes on us, don't it, Lacey? Figure he got cold feet? I ain't paid to do no figuring. I reckon not. Killing's your specialty, ain't it? From what I hear, you got an awful easy trigger finger. It'll string you up one of these days. You were trying to get me rattled, Tumbleweed. You are showing the wrong plug. Come on, I ain't got time for no palaver. Your paw was a right decent hombre, Lacey. I reckon it'd kind of trouble him if he knew how his boy's carrying on. Funny how some folks will shy clear of the straight and narrow, preferring to take a twisted trail. When as any hombre knows who ain't lacking a brain, the straight and narrow is the short way. That's on the books, right down in black and white. You ever come across it, Lacey? No, and I ain't aiming to, neither. Whoa, up there. Well, I reckon this is as far as we go. That's old quicksand pit up ahead, ain't it, Lacey? You got eyes in your head. Yeah. 
but I can't hardly believe it. What are you talking about? It ain't old Bill Kendrick's boy, Lacey, riding with me. If it was, he wouldn't be setting where he is now, fixing to take another hombre's life. That kind of talk don't mean nothing to me. I'm getting paid to do a job. It's going to get done, talk or no talk. Get around there, you flea bit slug. Hold on a minute, Lacey. You got to give me a chance to pray. When is praying something you do regular? Getting dropped into quicksand pits ain't exactly regular, Lacey. I figured calls for something special. All right, go ahead, but make it fast. Take my hat off, Lacey, if you don't mind. Much black. Now, let's see. I reckon there ain't no need of praying for myself. That's what I figured. Hold on, Lacey. I ain't through. Well, get going. Well, now, let's see. Mr. Lord, I'm a-setting out here on a spavin' old mayor. Getting ready to pull stakes for good. Lacey Kendrick's sitting here with me. I reckon he ain't feeling so chipper. I reckon he'd leave get his hands washed to this business. Now, I don't want you to be too hard on Lacey, Mr. Lord. His pa and me is good friends. And many's the time we busted steers out of the same herd. In the still, unbroken quiet of the maze of darkness... Tumbleweed offers up a holy prayer for Lacey Kendricks. A prayer that asks forgiveness in the face of death. Meanwhile, back at Lost Valley, Superman has searched every cell in the small town jail without finding a trace of Tumbleweed. Frantically, he tries to awaken Chuck Connors from his state of unconsciousness. Connors. Wake up, Connors. Mm. I must have hit him harder than I intended to. He's been out for 20 minutes. Connors. Mm. Up on your feet. Come on. Mm. Now open your eyes. Connors, where's Tumbleweed? Connors, stand up. Where's Tumbleweed? What business is it of you? Cheney. I don't think we've met before. I don't seem to recall that fancy dress costume. We've met, Cheney, under slightly different circumstances. May I suggest that you get rid of that gun in your hand? It's about as much use to you as a matchstick. (laughs) Pretty sure of yourself, aren't you? Who are you? What are you doing here? I'll ask the question. Where's Tumbleweed Jones? How should I know? I'll give you five seconds to remember. Don't make me laugh. Your time is up. Stand back, you fool. Or you'll what, Mr. Cheney? Killing me. Breaking my back. Where's Tumbleweed? I I, I don't know. You'd better talk, Cheney. Your back isn't made of rubber. It's going to snap soon. I'll I'll talk. Stop. Stop. Go ahead. You're, You're too lady. He fell into a quicksand pit. Where? Where, I said. No, don't. Behind Buzzard's nose. Maybe you think I'm too late, but you might be surprised. Come on. You and this specimen on the floor are going into a cell until I get back. There. In you go. That should hold you. Too late, am I? No, no, I can't be. The quicksand pit behind Buzzard's knoll. Up! Up! And away! Please tell me how Superman pulled you out of the quicksand pit, Tumbleweed. Shucks, Jim. I told you six times if I told you once. Oh, I know, but I like to hear about it. Jimmy, enough is enough. <laughs> well, once more, and that's quit. All right, Jim? Okay. Well, I was a-setting there, 
praying a mite for Lacey when all of a sudden, something hit him like a bolt out of the sky. His horse reared up and his whip come down hard on the rump of the mare I was roped to, almost like he had to get it over with. Well, the mare bolted and headed for the pit. I tried to knee her over, but she kept on a-going. Right into the pit. All I could feel was that quicksand sucking down over me. I figured it was the end. When suddenly something grabbed a hold of me and lifted me and the mare clean out of that muck. It was Superman. Yep. Oh, gosh. Someday I'd like to know who he really is and how he happens to be so strong. Well, maybe someday you will, Jimmy. Whoa, whoa, Nancy. Whoa. Well, here's my archery range. You can let the horses graze free while I give you a lesson in how to draw a bow. Well, I can't shoot with this bad shoulder. Well, you can uh, pick up the rudiments, Jim. Now, that there first target is set at 30 yards. Now watch while I hit that bullseye. Plumb in the middle. Wait. Speaking of Jim. Look, two riders coming this way. Isn't one of them Chuck Connors? Gosh, he'll... Settle down, Jim. But some of Jimmy's right. It's Connors and Lacey. Well, it sure is. Hiya, Chuck. Hi, Lacey. There. We're heading to the ridge, Tumbleweed. Sure is powerful decent of you to fix things. We ain't never going to forget it, Tumbleweed. Uh, get along now, both of you. Wasting time and my money. Yes. He's here, What's the meaning of this, Tumbleweed? Meaning? Yes, meaning. Where are they going? Well, back to work on the ranch. You see, I figured Abner Cheney got them kind of twisted. They're good boys, both on them, so now that Cheney's put away, I figure they ain't no use trampling on Chuck and Lacey. So I up and hired them. Of course, I had to guarantee the sheriff they ain't gonna get into no more mischief. Now, now, watch me shoot this arrow. Bullseye. Mind, uh, fetching that arrow, Mr. Kent? No, not at all. You know, look here, Jim. See this big bow? Uh-huh. Fella made it up back home a few years ago. And no man's ever been able to draw it. We're going to give it to Mr. Kent for a joke. What do you say? Oh, sure. Here he comes. That was a bullseye, all right. Why, much obliged. Now it's uh, your turn, Mr. Kent. Oh. Yeah, try this bow. It's more your size. All right. Now, what do I do? <laughs> now, what are you giggling about, young man? Oh, uh, nothing. Uh, here you are, Mr. Kent. Now, uh, knock your arrow. Yeah. What? Oh, uh, that means fit your arrow to the string. Oh. Set your legs this way and draw. Okay, I'll try. <laughs> Will you stop giggling? I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mr. Kent. Draw. Okay. Gosh, he's bending me. Shoot me for a coil. Go ahead, Mr. Kent. Let her fly. Miss the target, but not by much. I'll get the arrow. Well, Jim and me tried to pull a joke on you, Mr. Kent. No man's ever been able to draw that there bow. You got a powerful arm. Mr. Kent. What is it, Jimmy? Come here, hurry. Now, what do you suppose is ailing him now? Oh, probably nothing. Look. Look what I found. What is it? A hand-beaten silver arrow. The arrow you shot landed in this gopher hole, Mr. Kent. And when I stuck my hand in to get it, I found that. There's a date on it and some writing. Let me see. 1855. Well, what's the writing, Mr. Kent? Hard to make out. I shot this arrow into the air Twelve. All to earth I know not where. Oh, that's taken from a poem, isn't it? Yes, one of Henry Wadsworth Longfellow's poems. Nothing else on it? Yeah, the two more lines. Now, wait, let's see. If he who finds this has no fear, he'll search the stream neath the galloping steer. Well, it looks like Jimmy has stumbled on something very interesting. To whom does the silver arrow belong? And what is the meaning of the mysterious verse engraved on it? You can be sure Clark Kent, Jimmy, and Tumbleweed are going to make every effort to find out. So don't miss a single thrilling episode. Tune in and follow the story with Superman. Don't forget, tune in again for the next thrilling episode with Superman. Look, up in the sky! <laughs>
It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.